0: Welcome to episode 19 of Better With Paul. Now, before we get into the introduction of the episode, let me introduce one of the most important people in my life. That's right, you heard Kingston Lewis Brunson, my son, introduce the last episode, and then his little brother, Liam Lewis Brunson, heard that and he said, Daddy, I wanna be on this podcast too, so I have with me none other than Liam Lewis Brunson. Wanna say anything, buddy?
1: Would you like to hear a joke? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: This man already has his own introduction set up. Yeah, you want to tell us a joke, buddy? Make, make sure it's clean, but yeah, tell us a what joke. What
2: did the sheep say to Donald Trump?
0: What did the sheep say to Donald Trump? Yes. What?
2: You're dumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> that is Liam Lewis Brunson. As you can see, Liam is is the one that I have to watch closely, right? He's he's six, but clearly lots of personality. He is my man. He's my man. All right, so let's get this party started. So today's episode is super special because by popular demand, a lot of questions have been coming in about, Paul, can you just give us a full-on relationship episode of Liam's walking uh, away from me right now. Liam's like, I'm done. <laughs> uh, but anyway, everyone's saying, hey, Paul, give us a relationship episode. This is the relationship episode. It's full on. It is myself and three people who I consider to be three of the top experts in the world. So we have Shade Butler. We have Kevin Carr. And we have a prince. My man, Prince Amari Ice. These are three people who, who literally, and I think I said this in the episode, if uh, you know, if if Liam, who you know clearly is going to need some, <laughs> I think, help on relationships, uh, and Kingston, if they ever need help, these three people, Fola Shade, Kevin, and uh, and Prince Amari, these are three people who I would definitely uh, point my boys to. Uh, so I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the yeah. very oh. first. Dating Masterclass episode of Better With Paul. Most people would be completely surprised when I say that I go to the barbershop. Really? <laughs> Come on, you're doubting me?
3: Come on, you, you never go to the shop? No, I ain't been in, barber shop in about four or five years. Really? Oh, yeah, I just, but you I just, can't, I can't get what you got. All right, like see, the like the light stubble. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> see, see, my man, my I man, want, man, see, see, I wish man. I, I'm envious. <laughs> yeah, see, because it gives you two styles.
0: Yes, I, that's all I got. All right, I hear you. See, I appreciate, it, but it takes someone that is rocking this style mm. to know about this, the, the the low yeah. stubble, yeah. right? So, yeah, So yeah, so the yeah the low stubble. That's uh, the effect I, I try to yeah. try to achieve. So. I go to the barbershop. Everywhere, every country that I visit, I'm I'm in the shop, right? I have been to the barbershop in the last year in DC, Mm -hmm. South London, shout out Brixton, Peckham, right? Bodrum, Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey, Selchuk, shout out Besiktas, maybe, (laughs) right? Um, Kingston, Jamaica,
2: Mm.
0: Bucharest, Romania. Wow. Okay. They chop it up in bootcrest. Yeah.
3: I saw you there over with I saw you had dinner and all that over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. before that I was in the shop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So I've been in the shop
0: all over the world. And these are, I'm talking about men, barber shops, right? No women mm-hmm. are in these shops. It's just fellas sitting down, talking, getting their hair done.
1: Wait a minute. So no women. I go to the barber shop. You can't tell right now, but I have an undercut. Oh, okay. So I go into the barbershop to get it tapered down, get a little design in the back. The only way it works is if I go into a barbershop.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, in all of these shops, I mean, sometimes you'll see they have a beauty salon attached. Mm-hmm. Of course, you'll see women in a shop every now and then. Right. But in all of these cities, especially Kingston and Bucharest, no, no women. No women That's all right. Right, no women, just fellas. Now, in these shops, the fellas, what I've noticed because I'm 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 obsessed with people watching. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that the topic of conversation is always one of three things. Always one of three things. One, politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Complaining about who's in leadership. Right. Wow. Right? And unfortunately, we've got a Donald Trump everywhere in the <laughs> world right now. Right? Number two. Number two. What do you think number two would be? Well, relationships is in there. Sports. 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 Mm-hmm. sports. There you go. That's It's it. politics, okay. that's the part I tune out. sports, <laughs> and relationships. Okay. Now, here's what I find to be interesting is that we're talking about men talking about these things. We already know what y'all are talking about.
1: Always relationships. There Always you go. men.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Always the men.
0: But I think it would come as a surprise to many people that the fellas are in here talking about relationships. And what it makes me think is it makes me think about how we are truly social creatures, yeah. right? We need to have social connection in order to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But more importantly, what I think people are truly recognizing, especially now, is that you need social connection to not only survive, but to thrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what this podcast is all about, right? This podcast is about people listening and becoming better in their lives. And a huge part of what we talk about is social connection. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how we build not just a strong, but a lasting Mm. connection. Now, let me talk y'all up real quick. I believe there is no one in the world. Now, correct me, William. I know you always are speaking the truth. Okay. So you tell me if I'm wrong on this. I believe there is no one in the world that knows more relationship experts than me.
2: Oh. Oh. Hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 All right.
0: So now, I truly believe I know more experts in the world than anyone else. I believe that. And the three of you sitting here with me are 3 of my favorites. Real talk. 3 of my favorites. Now, my litmus test for that. And I I I literally thought about this. Yep. This is my litmus test to know you're one of my favorites. If my boys had a relationship question. My little boys. Cuz trust me, they're already <laughs> They're already there already all the questions, <laughs> right? They touch mommy's Liam. boobs a little bit too much. <laughs> a little bit too much, right? A little And so If would I send them to you, Mm -hmm. I would send them to each of you. And I know they would be well taken care of. That's huge. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So now the pressure's on. (laughs) So that's the reason why I invited you here. And I'm so happy that you're here. We're going to chop this up. So I reached out to the community and I asked them what are their top burning questions around making a connection. I like over 100 responses in a few hours. I distilled it down to the top seven. I think everyone listening is going to be able to gain from these seven. But before we get into the seven and your opinions and answers and insights on the seven, yeah. could you introduce yourselves? Could you give us your name, where you're from, and what you're passionate about?
1: I can start. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Fola Shade Butler. I am a mom, a wife a relationship expert. Um, I am Nigerian, but born in in D.C., Mm. raised in D.C., still live in the D.C. area, the DMV, M, emphasis on the M. Um, And I like to consider myself to be multi-passionate, but if I were to choose the top passions, it would be Christ, love, and family.
4: Okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. So I'm Amari Ice, the Prince of Hearts, relationship coach, matchmaker, author, all the things. Um, I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana, but currently live in Alexandria, Virginia. And passions, also so many. Um, I think the easiest way to sum up what I'm passionate about is empowering people. Hmm. So whether that looks like relationships, relationships business, money, family, all the things. Empowerment is the thing that's central to me.
0: Okay. For everybody not getting the video of this, Amari, please describe what you have on your head because (laughs) I've never seen this ever (laughs) in life, ever. (laughs) So
4: whenever I'm at work, I wear a crown. Like I said, I'm the Prince of Hearts. And what's funny about this is it didn't start off as like a Idea for me, like I got it to take some pictures on a retreat once, and I made a quick little video, and everybody loved it. And so the next video I made, everybody was like, "So where's the crown?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" So I did another with the crown, did them without, and people literally heckle me if I don't wear the crown. Wow. So it kind of took on a life of its own, like that uh booty bootylicious song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is my bootylicious.
0: Yeah, I like it. I've never (laughs) seen anyone rock a crown before, ever.
3: So there you go. That's what we do. He's yeah. truly a prince. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it looks good on you. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, it does. You thank you. Thank know, you. I, when I remember when you pulled it out in the hallway, I was wondering uh, what was going on. But um, <laughs> it does. It fits you. So you didn't know I was gonna flex. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm Kevin Carr, uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised. There you go. Um, really, truly, I'm not going to bring out the whole song, but it, it, you know, it is. It is where I'm from, so I gotta, I gotta do it. Um, author, writer, uh, content creator, all things dating. Um, I, I help people navigate that what some people think is messy, but I don't. That space of trying to find somebody uh, to attach themselves to and build something. Um, in terms of passion, uh, besides wings, which <laughs> I'm uh, greatly passionate about, um, is social connection. You know, I've had, and I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit, but I've had some, a few intimate experiences that really shape my life and um, to how I think about connection and why I think that, um, you know, it, our lives really depend on it. Yes. Um, and so, there you, um, go. you know. Social it. creatures. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Scott, this is a good, this is
0: good. William, how do you feel about this, this crew right here? I feel like we got some wholesome people. Uh, we got some wholesome <laughs> yeah, people. I don't know, just said he's from West Philly. Yeah, it's still I, early. I don't know about that. It's still early you know? <laughs> oh, no, 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 in the day. Wholesome? I don't know, but that. I'm joking. way that, you know, they're, they're being genuine.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay, like authentic. It. There you go. There you go. Okay, here we go.
0: Sheen in the house, authentic, cleaning it up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's start with the first question. This question, right out the gate this hit me Hmm. this hit me because you know you see the profile photo of the person sending it sometimes you go stalk them a little bit and you see that this is this is real pain that she's going through so this was a young lady actually from the uk but this is a universal issue and she said i've gone through a series of bad relationships that have destroyed my trust in others and my self-esteem however I don't want to live life alone. I want to know what real love feels like. What should I do? Mm. That's big. That's huge. I hit you with a rock right mm. there. Right out I the mean, gate. That was big. But what I, I love about that is there are so many of us who are going through that. We've mm-hmm. all had bad relationships. There's all a level of baggage that we have. A lot of us recognize that we... You know, maybe marriage isn't for everyone, but we need to be with someone. We don't want to be alone. What should she do?
3: What do you think? I think the first thing is um, to recognize. And, you know, it was ironic. I got this quote from a girl who broke up with me. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Like, she broke up with me in Disney World. Wow. Yeah, like the happiest, the place, happiest on earth. place on you, earth. You, yeah. you got to be a savage to break up with God. me at Disney World. Like, literally. <laughs> she's from Philly, isn't she? <laughs> no, she's from D.C. Oh, she's from oh, D.C. I'm like, we get a FaceTime. you going to fly me to Disney World <laughs> and break up with me? Right? So, we we at, you know, I remember the day we're at dinner um, and she's having this conversation and she's passive aggressive. So, she, it's like we're sitting, ac- I'm sitting across from her. I know it's a breakup. She's not saying it's a breakup, but I know she's breaking up with me. Um, and she's explaining basically why this isn't going to work. And I'm sitting, there, I'm eating this cream corn. I remember the meal I had, I had bur- bourbon baked beans, cream corn, and this uh, golden brown fried chicken breast. <laughs> so sort <of> descriptive. Yes, <laughs> I remember. I'm eating this meal, and she's breaking up with me. And here's somebody I was in love. Like I was seeing Tweety Birds, and I remember um, flying. I was the next morning. I was flying back to Philly, and obviously you're going through all these emotions. And I remember what she said to me just through casual conversation, maybe months prior. And it was that it was something that somebody told her, and it was that. You will love again, it'll just be different, mm. right because sometimes we get to that point where you know, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of that frustration, we feel like, is it really possible for me to experience this again right and but it is right. it'll be different right you know, and I think the fact that she's at that place where she's not jaded to the point where she she doesn't want it right th- that's the starting point, okay you know, and okay. then even in some of those uh relationships and situations that didn't turn out. The way she wanted, you know, those disappointments, it's lessons in that, you know, like some of the greatest lessons I've learned about relationships that I've been able to take going forward were from the ones that didn't work out. Right. And so you got to be able to find that in the midst of that. Right. And use that to build on that foundation. OK. You know, so,
0: so I'm with that. Right. She should be optimistic. Mm-hmm. She's already looking forward to loving again. Yeah. So that's a good place to start. How does she then move forward? What does she do? So so it's good for her to be in that spot to say, okay, I appreciate where mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. So now she's appreciating it. I, I can love again. How can I?
1: My question without knowing her whole story is how much time has she taken for herself outside of a relationship, right? Yeah. So the biggest and best relationship you can have in the world is the one you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. So if she has not done that work on mm-hmm. herself, my my first inclination is to say, Take some time to yourself, figure out what exactly you want, and then go after those things. Now, that can come in a variety of forms, right? It could be uh, a new relationship. It could be a decision to take more time. It could be a decision to not even want to move forward in that way. But if she has not done that work on herself, I would say start there. Start there. And then after you've given yourself ample time to heal, right? Might be therapy, mm-hmm, right. you know, heal. then you move forward with getting back out in the game and figuring out what it is that you want. And one of the things, you know speaking of quotes, one of the things that um, I've heard and I've even said, and even in some moments, I don't know if I fully believe is you attract what you are. Right, yeah. so if she's attracting mm-hmm. bad relationships, if, she, if she's re- attracting certain type of men, uh, I, I don't know if I'm assuming incorrectly, but if she's a, yeah. if she's attracting those type of people into her life, then she needs to question what is it that I'm putting out there that is receiving that thing. And it, and this is not to blame mm. her for the types of things that she's experiencing, but she has to know what is it that I'm attracting? What is it that I'm giving off that pulls those type, those type of people into my space? And how do I go about changing it?
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right. So what I'm hearing, what I like so far is I'm hearing the first... Reflecting on where we are, mm-hmm. which is the foundation,
1: Absolutely. then it's
0: the, okay, let's do some analysis. Why am I attracting these crazy folks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What is it about me? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm the common link between right. these, these crazy yahoos. Right. Right. And then I need to figure out how to start working on me, yeah. healing, etc. cetera. Yes. What else do we need to do? Does she need to do?
4: So this kind of ties in both of those things. Um, Before we really go out and look for a relationship, we have to be super clear on what we're looking for in the first place. And so, if we think about this, like um, I use the analogy of a job before you go hire anybody or interview somebody, the first thing you do is write a job description. You know exactly what you're looking for, what qualities the person needs to have, you know, what the position is going to require. And if you're not specific about that, you usually hire the wrong people to be in your love life because you don't know what you're looking for. So you can't tell if the person in front of you can meet the needs that you have, if they have the capacity or not. So what I would suggest you do, and in terms of using the, can we like curse? Is that okay? (laughs) Because it was going to throw off my whole analogy if we could. Okay. Do you. So You're the prince. Very good. I just wanted to make sure you remember (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> uh oh, here we go. The what Beep. I say is you have no, to no. <laughs> It's about turning the bullshit into mulch. And so all of those failed relationships, mm-hmm. speaking of the gift that you mentioned, um, if you think about all the things that you liked about each of the people and all the things that made those relationships no longer viable, right? And then you think about what you need instead. So the things that were the deal breakers for you, what do you need to be looking for? So most of us know what we don't want, but don't know what we do want. And you can actually use what you don't want to get clear on what you do. Mm -hmm. But we don't often take that next step to get that clarity, and that's what leads us to only
0: attract more people who have the same qualities that fucks it up before. Mm. So so let, let me ask this. Are you all? Because because you're nodding your head. Everyone's nodding their head. Yeah, we need to identify what we want. That profile. That job description. Are you suggesting write it down? Absolutely. Yes, yes. okay, write it down. Absolutely, okay, yes. Put it in your
4: phone when you go on dates, review it beforehand, (laughs) determine questions that will qualify whether or not
1: the person has the quality, like, yes, all of that. Not to be confused with the list, though. All right, the list, the list. Uh uh, What's the list? People, especially women, make a list of qualities Mm. that they want, and a lot of times it's superficial. Yeah, right. So we're not talking about height, weight, um, race, nope. religion, we're talking about depth, right? So, mm-hmm. substance. The things that are deal breakers in, tom- in terms of uh, what kinds of qualities and um, emotions you want out of a relationship. Do you want somebody who's romantic? Is that a deal breaker? Right. Do you want somebody who is um, strong in their faith? Is that a deal breaker? Do you want somebody who has a solid family? You know, whatever that looks like for you. Those are the kind of things that you want to have on your qualifications list, okay. not the superficial stuff. So
0: now l- let me ask this about this list, because I hear you on the list. I remember back in the matchmaking days, I would have clients come to me with literally like, here are 137 items <laughs> <laughs> that I'm looking for. Yeah. And like, number one would be like, good feet.
1: Yes. You know,
0: it's like, <laughs> that breath needs to be not stank. Like yeah. all these. And I would say, Why, how do you know what it is? So... I have some some thoughts, but I'm curious as to what should be on the list, definitively on the list, or categories. This this is how you know the difference
4: between a list that's arbitrary and something that's actually useful. The list that I'm suggesting you make is always based on your specific, unique experience so that you know what is actually right for you. Nobody is going to be a better expert about what you need than you are, but it takes that level of analysis and uh, retrospection, introspection to really identify what those things are. So when you're looking at... At the things that you didn't like when you invert them. So, if you dated somebody who was lazy, what well, you really probably want is someone who's ambitious. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so, the qualities that repeat over and over, the things that show up, yeah. whether it's the stuff that you liked or the stuff that you didn't, yeah. you know, those are the things that are really important because they are patterns That's yeah. rather than That's really good. just, you know, one
0: offs. So, what you yeah. just said is, is heavy. That, that really hit me is that if you look at the things you didn't like, and invert them, Mm -hmm. that's what lands on the list. Yes. That's heavy. All right, so then what we're basically telling her in action steps, because I love a good step. Yeah. I like Mm -hmm. three steps always, right? (laughs) Three steps, then we can go. So it's like, first is reflect upon where you are. Yep. Be happy about that. Mm -hmm. Be appreciative, right? Next is, what about me is attracting all these crazy people, right? Let me begin to do the work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do the work. William is laughing because he's like,
3: Damn, yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe that's <laughs> the reason why that, But 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 do that reflection. Do the work and, and they, even in that look, take like, did I miss anything along the way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we end up two years down the line with people that if we paid attention, we could have figured that out in three Those months. Red yeah. flags. Did I miss any red flags? Yep. Was there a conversation that my antenna should have would have? Yep. yep. You know, like yep. for the sake of chemistry, did I overlook some things? Yep. You know? So yep. as you do that self look, yep. Make sure you're looking at that. That's okay. It. So you're doing that, a deep dive look. Yeah. Deep. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: And then, so it's ref, the, the reflection of where I am. It's a reflection of where I've been, mm-hmm. who I've been with. Yeah. Yep. And then it's a, a description. Mm-hmm. And what I'm looking for is all those things that I didn't like about all those people. I'm inverting them and writing down that. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. I like that. And
4: there mm-hmm. should be like no more list. than
1: 10
0: things on this list. Yeah. It shouldn't okay. be
1: exhaustive. Like it should just be specific things that will get you to at least the first. You know the first point of identifying who it is that you want, and if you don't have those things on that first date—well, I mean, not the first date. But if you don't have those things, you know, in the first couple of dates.
0: Uh-oh, we're, we're, going, there. So no. we're yeah. going
1: there.
2: We're going there. We're going there.
0: uh Oh, that's dangerous territory right there. <laughs> like, if you don't have those things in the that's first a, thirty seconds, don't waste the time. He's no good for you. But it's all real <laughs> though. Like, if you know what those things are, it's so easy to tell whether or not somebody someone has it. Yeah. So, all right. So this is the perfect segue into the second question all right so let's keep it moving like we're almost the same person asking this question okay. right so the second question is should i try and look for a relationship or should i wait for one to come naturally
2: oh i Aww. love this question
0: yeah so the thing about
4: love is the clearer you are the easier it is to find mm-hmm. okay so that's the first thing right once you're clear, it's not a problem to go looking for it, right? Because you you aren't searching for someone to fill some imaginary void as you were probably before before you were clear on what you were looking for. So searching for something specific is so much easier than searching for something amorphous. So there's no problem going to look for love. In terms of how you find it, the way that... I see things work most often is you might decide, okay, I'm going to go on dates. I'm going to download the Tinder or something like that, like whatever method you choose. And then you might end up meeting somebody in the grocery store, right? right to do it. So,
0: so now here's the thing. I want to get to that because there, mm-hmm. there's a specific question here about like, how do I go about finding it? Right. Yeah. But just in that general category of do I let it come to me? Or do I go after it? And I, I think this is such an important question because what I've noticed around the world is I think in the U.S. we're a little bit more progressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what, you know, what was funny about this is, um, man, I'm not even going to call out the morning show. Ten years ago, I was on a morning national morning show here in the United States. And they were like, Paul, what are your date? Like, this is my debut, right? Yeah. And I was so excited. I loved this host until he asked me this freaking question. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what, you're like what, what are your dating tips? This was during the Oprah. So he was like, Oprah's matchmaker. What are, you, you know, what are, you, what are your dating tips? Uh, what do you think women out here in particular need to be doing? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I think women need to be asking men out on dates what oh my god i can't believe he just said that that's the craziest thing that's yeah. so stupid <laughs> get this man off like that's really what they were saying wow right, right? now fast forward 10 years that's
2: psh, you that's say that normal. yeah that's,
0: it's, it's a norm right yeah. yes i was ahead of my time no. <laughs> but that but that norm is not the norm in other countries so i feel mm. like we're a little bit progressive here mm-hmm. yeah but i still see this here i still see Women and men mm-hmm. saying to themselves, you know, let me just work on the best version of me. Right. And then by being the best version of me, I'm going to, I'm a magnet now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to attract. So do you think it's binary? Is it, I either sit and let it attract, or I go after it. It's both. It's both. It's both. And okay.
4: so to to clarify that, yes, become the best person you are, but only action gets results. That's right. Yeah. Right? So you can't be the best person but sit at home and never go that's anywhere, right. download no dating apps, meet no new people. Like, they're not going to come to your door and knock, right? Right. So that's, I think that's the issue that people... Um, misunderstand most when it comes to like the law of attraction it's not that you're not doing anything but everything that you're doing is from that place of higher vibration of clarity of openness of invitation right so if you go out to a party that's meeting people but you aren't like is this my person is this my person is it like there's a a level of relaxed intention that you have
3: to have about it's like positioning yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you putting yourself in the way of of the flow that's right yeah you know it's like dating is no different than different than any other area of life anything else that we want we have to intentionally go after exactly you know right and so it's the same way with dating it might look different it might look like downloading the app it's just about having the doors open to meet and to engage and about making yourself accessible, right? Okay. You know, and I know that might look different for different people, but if you don't go, like people, I tell people, you've been waiting forever if you're just waiting around. You know, it's like, especially here in the U.S., people use their like, oh, I'm waiting on the Lord. Well, yes, listen, that you, is what
1: trips me up. you you're going to wait till
3: the Lord come back. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's just like I heard he's coming back soon. Though. Yeah, look, and oh, I please. tell you, yeah, I end tell times. people, even even for the Bible dumpers, like you wait in because the, they always use like Ruth yes. and I'm waiting on Boaz. Yes, yes. But guess what? Even Ruth made herself available. Yes. She put okay. herself in the field. She sure did. There you go. And so that's what we had to do if we are, when we're ready to really secure what we say we want.
1: Right. right. I love that you said that because the question was, should I let it come naturally? And so people confuse that natural part with, Just sitting and waiting on the Lord. And it's like, the Lord is waiting on you to get up, get dressed, go out, (laughs) meet somebody, download that app, Mm -hmm. you know, put yourself in whatever that positioning is so that you can actually meet somebody. Waiting on the Lord does not mean that he's going to bring a man or a woman, whoever you are, and sit that person right in front of you. That's not how this works.
0: It happens (laughs) in porn, though.
1: It happens what? It happens in porn.
0: Right. They, they come and knock on your door. Yes. Don't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Is it? Because I thought, like, it depends on what part, you're looking right? for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I see, I like this. And so unanimously, though, you're all saying, no, you go after it. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Make all right. the we first move. Unanimous. Go after it. Okay. So then, next question. Perfect segue once again. How... Do you go up to someone and ask them out if you're just walking on the street or you're on a bus? All right. So now, uh, let's say, yeah, th- this, this was asked by a woman in the Caribbean. I'm just going to say this was asked by a woman in Jamaica. All right. She was like, I'm on the bus. I see Usain Bolt. <laughs> right. I don't know why he's on the bus, but he's on the bus. And, you know, Jamaica on the bus, it's like 500 people on a 20-seat bus. That's how we roll, right? Yeah. So, like, we're, like there's 10 of us in the seat. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. What, what do I say?
1: common ground. Yeah. Right? So common. so if you see, I mean, you're obviously married, so I'm not going to hit on you, okay. but <laughs> if you see his necklace and you say, you know, hey, I love that necklace. Can you tell me about it? That is a conversation opener. Okay. That's all you need. It's just to open the door to a conversation and if that person is receptive, then they'll come back with a response and then you just you know, ping pong off of each other, and then that could lead into something else. It doesn't have to be complicated, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be a, a huge, hey, I like you. you right? well. yeah. It doesn't have to be that off the bat, right? Yeah. It could just be something that is easy, that is comfortable enough that you can at least have that conversation.
0: So common ground, mm-hmm. that's what we're going with. Y'all, y'all agree with that? Common ground. Yeah. Questions about common ground. Yeah, yeah. from right. what Especially you can compliments. tell. Yeah.
4: So compliments. So the way right. that
0: she just said, hey, I like your
4: necklace, yeah tell me about it, right? So it's at once a compliment and a conversation starter. Yes. Because no, most people won't be resistant to a genuine compliment. So don't like make up a compliment. (laughs) Actually (laughs) say (laughs) a compliment related to something you really like about Mm -hmm. them, but then ask about what it is. Maybe it's a haircut. Where do you get your haircut? Mm -hmm. right? Right? Like something like that. But it's If you think about the way we make friends, right, we are in the same place, riding the same bus, and then there's something that happened that inspired us to share a moment. The common ground. The common ground. The common ground. Right? And it's not about the words that you say. So there's no script. You have to say this or you have to say that. Mm -hmm. It's about the energy. And when we get really clear on what things feel like, we Mm -hmm. usually make the best decisions. Yes. Yes. So does it feel like I'm being invited to have a conversation with them? Do they feel like somebody that would, you know, enjoy this particular thing? Whatever it is, but like start with the energy and then the words yeah, will the words always flow. Mm, like All right. It. So let's, let's turn this energy. into
0: a master class. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I hear you. We're on the bus. Boom. We're close proximity. We've got time to chop it up. Let's say that I am in Starbucks, mm-hmm. right? And I see him or her. And they're not even in my vicinity, right? We, you know, they won't, they're not even coming my way. I'm not necessarily going their way. I see them across the room. What's the approach like then? Is it different or is, how is the approach? I think what do I do?
3: The first thing is, I mean, smile. Yeah. Okay. Like, think about it. Like, you could be in the worst mood. Somebody smiling at you, what you gonna do? You gonna smile back. Yeah. yeah. Right? (laughs) And so, like, I think positioning yourself just practically, like, guys do it all the time. Like, okay, I see her. <laughs> yeah, but she, this is true. She hasn't seen me yet, but I don't necessarily want to just walk up on her, right? right? So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can get over <laughs> here let's <laughs> see if I can get eye contact. If I get eye contact and I, and I smile, get a smile back, okay, I'm walking okay. over. Right? So, sometimes right. I'm just literally positioning yourself to make eye contact with somebody and smile. Okay. Right. And just from, hello, from across the room. Right. Yeah. Right. Just voice it. And then if you get a hello back, no. right? It's like, when you get that, it's like, okay, it's, not, it's a no go. Like, this is not an invite. Like, if you say hello, she just said, you, it's not an invite. It's not an invite. Okay. But pay if you get that, to the energy. yeah, you pay attention to the energy. Yeah, it's okay. Very it's okay. like trying to find a way to read it. It's like, hello, how are you? All right. You know, uh, okay. So I, right, so I'm with this. Right. And
0: everything that you just said reminds me of like the, the word that's cemented or phrase that's cemented for me right now is put yourself in the field. Mm. Yes. You said that like, yeah. that's really like put yourself in the field. Yeah. Make sure they can see you in the field. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So now, okay. We talked about, uh, on the bus, we talked about Starbucks. What about at work? Cause still there's a lot of relationships yeah. that pop off at work. Right. Step one. Check the company policy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is crucial. Oh, really? right. yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: If you okay. get the green light, yeah. <laughs> then mm-hmm. go back to steps one through three that we You're mentioned right. before. But okay. it's, you, you have to put yourself in the vicinity right. for sure. But the, the key wherever you are, whether it's at work, on a bus, at a Starbucks, is treat people like people. When we take the person out of the context, when we make them a conquest, for example, it changes everything. And yes. that's what sabotages our um, bids for connection. Yeah. So if you see mm-hmm. them as a person and you respect that humanity, you usually prevent any of the awkward situations that come up or people feeling like you're being a weirdo because... Again, like we all are sensitive to energy, even when we don't recognize it. The reason we feel offended or the reason we feel comfortable is all about the energetic response that we have Mm -hmm. to people, not the words that they say to us. It's not what you say. It's how you say say it. it. So when you treat people like people, they're usually going to receive
0: that a lot easier. Yes. But so now I hear everyone listening to this right now, Mm -hmm. who will say, you know what, I could do that. I could put myself in the field. I could smile. I could open up my body language. Now, after I've opened up, I like your necklace. How do I close this deal? How do I ensure that this is going to be my husband? No, no, but but, but how, how do I move it to something to a date? So in the conversation, what should I be saying in that conversation to move it towards that?
1: Well, so I don't have a lot of experience in that whole, you know, exchange in terms of putting myself in the field to ask for the date. Mm-hmm. But if I were to have that experience, I am a, just a firm believer in just you, you get 100 percent of what you don't ask for. Right. So if you don't ask for the date. And it doesn't have to be off-putting. It doesn't have to be awkward. Right. Um, it could be very lighthearted. Hey, I want to go out for coffee. Do you want to join me? That kind of thing. It could be really simple. I think what we do as people mm-hmm. is we take, we, we take our experiences and we think that um, we have to make it a conquest. We think that it has to be a contest. We think that it has to be do or die at this moment. Maybe you'll see that person on the, on the bus the next day. And Maybe right. today is not the right time to ask for that date and move into the next, you know, the next phase, maybe you milk it a little bit yeah. for a day or I two. I believe it's sowing seeds. Yeah. Sowing, okay, sowing seeds. seeds. Especially, That's at, it. Work. <laughs> especially That's at work. Especially at work. I like this. <laughs> this guy, it's
0: like, I'm taking these terms from the Bible,
1: yeah. but I'm making it. Sowing <laughs> seeds. Yeah.
0: Thank it for exactly. everyone, but no, no, true. It's just yeah, nice. like, yeah. especially
3: at work or like at the gym, like at the gym is another hard That's place, the, so yeah. right? You <laughs> see people all the time and it's like especially a guy, a woman has her headphones on, you don't really... She's you don't, focused. Right? So you're trying to like, little by little, you're trying to, one little conversation, then see if you can get another one two days My later. little spot. It's just like, cause, because at work or at the gym, you're going to see this per- per- person consistently. Right. right. So it's like, I don't want to make it awkward.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And it's
3: like, much of, a lot of this I learned from you in terms of like, observing. Much of communication is observing people yes. and observing, are they giving you the open yes. as you're communicating with them? Okay. Right? And okay. this is like, but that's a, that's a part of connection, right? You are trying to understand someone. So in there, in the conversation, it's like trying to figure out what do you do? Do you go out? Do you hang out in the city? Do yeah. you enjoy coffee? Do blah, blah, blah. And in the midst of that, it's like, hey, I enjoy those things too. Right. Okay, You know? All so right.
0: I, I, lo- I love this. So this is put yourself in the field. Make sure they can see you. Literally, physically, make yeah, sure yeah, that physically. they can see you. Right. Eye to eye contact. <laughs> put see yourself you. there, right? Secondly, sow those seeds. Keep sowing them, sowing them, sowing them. So then the last part here, because I like threes. I got you. All right. Yeah. The clothes. How do we close this thing out? So
4: here's all right. The thing to remember about the clothes is your goal is not to marry this person tonight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The goal of a conversation. No. The goal of the conversation is to qualify whether or not there would be a person you'd be interested to go on a date with.
0: Mm, right? Qualify them.
4: So okay. the close is not, Oh my God, I want to be with you. Cause you don't know that. You yet. don't know yet. You have to interview them, which is but what But they the look like is. Idris Elba <laughs> Great. Their resume is perfect. And then they show up to the interview <laughs> and they don't get the job. Why? Because there was something that didn't fit. So we there have to do our due diligence. So with that in mind, that my only goal of the conversation is to qualify whether or not they'd be appropriate for a date. Then you mention it casually. So hey, how would you feel about hanging out sometime? Or how would you feel about getting Ask. coffee or going to dinner or whatever? Like, And it, it's always easier if you find out what their interests are mm-hmm. first. Yes. And By then you invite the them to do one of those joint interests together. That is an easy way to get a yes from somebody because you know what they like. Right. And if you've gotten to the point where you know what someone likes, they're probably at least open enough to learn more mm-hmm. about you. There you go. But if there you, you, you haven't okay. even been able to get their interest out of them, they are the, the, not, interested. not interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. I like
0: that. So put, we put ourselves in the field. We make sure that we sow those seeds. Through sowing the seeds, we learn about their interests. Mm-hmm. If we haven't learned about their interests, we know they're not interested in us. Absolutely. If we have learned about their interests, we know, put it out there, hey, would you like to do something along the lines of your interests? That's a masterclass class. Yeah. Right make that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. the end of the podcast, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. I, re-
0: I really, really like that. So I want to ask one more question on the same topic, because I want to make sure we're doing this diligence. We talked about offline, but we know most approaches are happening mm-hmm. right in the DM. Yep. Right now. <laughs> <William>
2: said, <"Yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> William,
0: he's not even paying attention, because he's sliding into somebody's DMs right, <laughs> right now. now. Yeah. Uh, but no, so... How does this change online? It's the same way. It's the same same way. It's It's the same. Okay, same thing. Yeah. It's It's actually a little bit easier. It It is. is. Okay. Because
1: you have that barrier and you can actually I know several people who did the online thing and their relationships are stronger because they didn't have the physical aspect, at least not in person. Mm -hmm. So they were able to have the conversations without any kind of um, apprehensions and pressure. They didn't have to be in each other's physical presence. They could just have that casual conversation or those deep conversations without feeling like they they owed anything. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, when they were able to make the ask or be on the receiving end of that ask... It was comfortable.
0: It was comfortable. Yeah. All right. So, so you all walk me through this now, right? Walk me through because you just gave me the schematic field, sowing seeds, interest, et cetera. So what's the equivalent of uh, putting myself in the field online? Being yes. on the app in the first place the cool thing about
4: <laughs> the cool thing about dating online versus in person is because you already know the person is interested in something romantic. Mm-hmm. If you meet somebody on a mm-hmm. bus in the store on a train or a plane, they could be married they it's could be you you don't know if they're yeah. even available for yep. dating, right. but if you're on a dating
0: app, it's more than likely that they are all right so now let me twist it up let's say I'm on Instagram, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, how do I put myself in the field on Instagram? Well, the first
3: thing, if you're single, I believe your profile should be public. Like okay. it, shouldn't be it shouldn't be private. How can you be found? I can't find you if I can't log on to your profile. Yep. Okay. And so okay. I know some of the pushback, especially from women, are, is sometimes, well, I don't want everybody to follow me. You can, you can still guard who you interact with.
2: Right.
3: You know, like people DM you, just ignore it. Right. But if I can't, that's just another channel. It just allows you to have another avenue to meet people so it increases your dating pool. That's good.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm public. Yep. I'm not private. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that enough for me to be in the field or I need to be yep. doing something else? Oh, engage. So, yeah. Did Engagement, you see somebody you're yeah. interested engage. in?
3: Engage. You right, know how? What? Okay. I'll tell you what. This is how you do it. <laughs> I'll tell you. us. Yo, Kevin has some real experience. <laughs> I'm hopping in several DMs of my <laughs> 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 We met on Instagram.
0: Okay. Okay. How Get
3: cheater the mic. Hold on for a second. Well, she actually hopped in my DM. Hey. See, ladies? Shoot your yeah. shot.
1: Shot. So she
3: get off the <laughs> mic, man. She
0: come on. No, no. So how
2: How she
3: I think one of her friends reposted something that I posted, and but she did it how I would did it. She hopped in. She sent me a DM, but it was relative to something that I posted. Yes. So it was a conversation start. I said, so I appreciate your perspective. Compliment. And, and keep
2: sharing oh. your light, or something like that. Uh, she knew what she was doing. Okay, so
0: so okay, so that's so okay. I appreciate your perspective. Keep showing your light. That is, is that still phase one, though? That's still in the
2: field? Yeah, that's or is that phase still, yeah. one.
3: Like, she slid she, in. So that, that was the invitation for me to look at the picture to see if I wanted to engage. Right. Because, all right, all right. Let's, let's stop right there, because this is very important. Very
0: important. Whenever you message somebody, there's a 99.9% likelihood they're going to look at your photo. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So okay. So so therefore,
3: I need to make sure my photo is good, right? Yes. Not okay. just the one photo. I'm am scrolling
0: the page.
2: <laughs> I want to make sure
3: this one good photo is not a fluke. It's your resume. <laughs> you know, is she consistently yeah. pretty?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
3: every now and then you get the angle right, you get the light right. You are pretty for a night? No, we want to know. Were you pretty eighteen weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out. Okay, and are that, you consistently pretty? Yes, and that's going okay. to determine my response.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but see, but this is real. That's real now. That's yeah. good. this is real. All right. So you. So so that's okay. So that's Kashina. Uh, you're kind of you're a master at this. So you did kind of part one and part two at the same time. I see. You were in the field, but yet you were also sowing seeds. Right. So 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 that was the first phase. Mm-hmm. She, her, she was consistently pretty. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you said, "I'm gonna respond." Yeah. All right. So you respond. So now, how how do you keep sowing seeds back and
3: forth through messaging? How are you doing this? Then it's just the conversation. So okay. it's like, oh, we have some rapport, and then we're engaging. So it's like, okay, cool. Like we, now we both know, even the, without saying it. We're interested in some, at least at the very minimal capacity, even if it's just you like how I look and talk and I like how you look and I like your pictures. Now we're engaging to see if there's any chemistry, if there's any rapport. Once we figure that out, it's like, okay, now let's take it offline. Gotcha. Can
1: I ask a question, though? So if she had complimented you on your physical appearance, would you have responded in the same kind of way? Yeah, once I confirmed
3: one, yeah, once I, <laughs> Yeah, one, once I confirmed she was consistently pretty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yes, that's the
2: key. That she's consistently yeah, pretty that. Yeah, <laughs> I just need <laughs> to confirm
1: what you have. So I think there's a difference there, right? Yeah, so there a difference. she went for the substance. She yes. she complimented you on something that you said, something that was um more of your mental capacity mm-hmm. versus your physical. Yeah. I think women respond better to that than they do the physical. Because if absolutely. you... Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Receive, exactly. If I want a
4: man to engage with me in a specific way,
1: I have to make sure that I lay the foundation. That is exactly it. Yeah, yeah. because if Because if good you point. automatically go for the physical, at least yeah. with some women, yeah. not yeah. all yeah, women, but if you go for the physical I- immediately, I mean, I don't know if there's a statistic around it, but more times than not, they're not going to be turned on by that. But if you say, I love the way you think, mm-hmm. I love your perspective, I love what you have to offer in terms of whatever your subject matter mm-hmm. is, right. that is an entrance right. into the door.
0: Yeah. Right. And then and Omar, to your point, it, it, but it must be genuine. But it has yes. to be I love genuine. love the way they think. It. you think. Right. <laughs> I love it. how you Because
4: think. we yeah. can tell when somebody's lying to us, right. when somebody's trying to finesse, like mm-hmm. there are very few people who don't have the ability to spot a finesse. Okay. So you have to still be authentic in the compliments that you give people and then the other cool thing to to notice here between their relationship is they also still had that conversation about interests yes yes in the dns yep Mm -hmm. there
0: you go there you go so they
4: were both clear oh like we're both available Mm -hmm. we have an understanding of what each other are interested in we got that rapport so now we can figure out
0: if we want to take the next step, the next you a physical date. All right, so then y'all, then who closed it? Who closed the deal? With um, that? I
3: think I did. I think I just said, "Hey, listen, it's you know, I just hit it with the. This is easier through text message. Okay, Here's my phone number. Just text. All right, so you moved like to that. text.
0: All right, so 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 now. Let me ask this. Okay, huh? this is also I think a um, this is a geographic thing, right? Mm. Because I notice in the U.S., I feel like we are very digital message heavy. Yeah. Right. Whereas like in the UK, what I know is like no, no, no. So we much. exchange two messages. Mm-hmm. Let's see each other. Mm-hmm. Here it's like all right, let's keep going for a couple. Like cause so, you moved it from from IG DM yeah. to text. Yep. All right. So then, how long were y'all on text before you saw each other?
3: Uh, well, our dynamic is different. Because
0: yeah, I, so, okay. I, I was in Georgia at the time.
2: Oh,
3: okay. So you. Visited, <laughs> like, so you like, couldn't see each other. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but normally okay. it would have been sooner. Okay. Uh, right. it got been, it. I know I, I, that week, like we got. I believe in striking what the iron's hot. So yeah, come on now. Let's just
2: you know, you yeah, preach yeah that. And thing. I agree yes. with that.
4: If you're meeting someone online, you should try to schedule a date within 48 hours of having that initial conversation. Within 48 hours. And I don't hours. mean see them in 48 hours, you but schedule, schedule it. Like yeah. put it on your calendar. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So now, last question on this, because we could go really, we could keep going deep on mm-hmm. this. What happens in the scenario where you're within 48 hours, you, you set something up, and the person is, is not in, they say, I'm interested, but I, I, just, I, just can't, I just can't schedule anything right now. Is that a red flag or is that a yellow flag? It depends on what they come back with. If they come back with, but I'm available at yeah. this time on these dates. No, they're just like, I'm not available now. But I, I want to see you I just can't do it right now But we'll get, we'll get
4: up later Sure, it's just like You're hiring somebody for a position You schedule the interview And they're like I want to come to the interview But I can't do it right now What do you do?
1: Move on to the next You don't you, It's out yes. <laughs> yes. And you should do the but, same but thing When it comes to dating nope. she, No,
4: still nope. no. He's no. clearly not serious about anything That's it Like he's just looking for a fuck buddy yeah. And you're giving him Not fuck buddy energy Which is why he's trying Not to waste your time right. By giving mm-hmm.
0: you a time Right, right, but, but, but all right, I like this. I'm gonna keep going. This yeah. is good, I'm gonna keep going. Okay, now, question number four. This is the most popular question over the years, by far the most popular question, and that is just simply this. All right, pardon the interruption, guys. I just want to spend a moment to thank Switch and Board It's a podcast studio in Washington, D.C., owned by a good friend of mine. And if you like the production quality of this podcast, if you like this track as much as I do, which I love it, it's all thanks to them. Now, Switching Board specializes in podcasters like me and you who are busy. We travel a lot because not only have they mastered in-studio production, guess what? They've mastered remote podcasting production. That's right. So you could be anywhere in the world and Switching Board has you covered. Now, if you want to learn more from Switching Board, I want you to go to paulcbrunson.com backslash studio. That's S-T-U-D-I-O. And let me put you on. And now, back to the show. Physically and digitally, where do I go to meet people who are serious, and that's what I want to underscore. Mm, Where mm. do I go to meet people who are serious about relationships? Is there a men or women's art, Toys R Us equivalent <laughs> out here, even though they went bankrupt? So can we Toys start with Russia's digital? Yeah.
1: Back. So Toys R Us is coming back. What's really? Back? Out, out of
0: bankrupt bankruptcy? Yeah. Wow, I didn't
1: know that. Why? We it? I, <laughs> saying, why? <laughs> I, I got Amazon. kids, man. I got kids. We got Amazon. No. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So digitally, right, I firmly believe that you, we have, first of all, we have a plethora of apps, mm-hmm. um, websites, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to go where you feel like you have the most interest or you would be most interested, right? So Match.com, I won't say a stigma, but people are typically more serious on Match than they are on the Tinder, right? So Tinder has this stigma. They actually do have a stigma for, you know, you're going to look for somebody just to, you know, have fun with. Right. Right. So if that's what you're looking for, great. Go to Tinder. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for a serious relationship, you might want to try match. You might want to try some of these other ones that do that same thing. Physically, I don't think there's a place that I don't think there's like an emporium somewhere that you can just say, hey, go to that spot on this night at this hour and you will find your husband or you will find your wife. Because I think you can find people anywhere. You can find them at church, you can find them at the bar. Believe it or not, I know couples who have gotten married after meeting in the club. Okay. It happens anywhere. You just have to put yourself in the right position and you also have to be very cognizant about what you want, that list, yeah. yes. the qualifications list, and you have to be able to like check them off mentally when you meet the person in, in that conversation. Right. But you can meet the person anywhere.
0: anywhere. Right, so, so I hear that. You can meet folks anywhere. Mm-hmm. But what about if I am a, I'm a business man or woman, right? I, I'm, maybe I'm a single parent. I don't have time. So whenever I get that three hours twice a month, right, out of the year, I want to make sure that I'm allocating that at the right spot. Where do I go? I'm getting dressed up. I'm throwing on my crown and my tiara, right? I'm getting out here on the street. I'm going to put myself on the field. I'm ready, right? I'm drunk, so I'm ready, right? Where do I go? I mean,
4: where do I first go? Go. answer is if you don't have time, go to a matchmaker. Bam. I was going to say it. Yeah,
1: have it you hired you. a the matchmaker? The second
4: thing, and this goes back to her point, you take yourself with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the place. Mm. It's about you. And, and I know we already talked about this before in terms of getting clear on those things. But the thing that I see that really determines people's success, whether you meet them on t- Tinder or in a grocery store or whatever, If you don't own the things that you want, it doesn't matter if I put you in a room with 93 other people who are serious and are your type, right? Like one of the questions I always ask people is if I introduce you to five people who are perfect for you, what would you do to fuck it up? So first you got to make sure you wouldn't do anything to fuck it up because it doesn't matter if we put you on the right app or send you to the right place unless you aren't going to do that. So you really got to be clear that you're
0: not sabotaging yourself. All right. So let's say you're clear. You're good. You've gone to date coaches. You haven't yet gone to a matchmaker, but you are clear. You are ready. You're ready to sow some seeds. I mean, really sow some seeds. Yeah. So here's how (laughs) I suggest. So, so like, (laughs) Come on. We're all adults. Yeah, adults. So, so, but where do I go? I want to go somewhere. Here's my advice. Where do I
4: go tonight? Um, What I do with my clients is I have them determine what the best method is going to be for them based on their personality. Right. So some people are going to do better online versus in person. And so it's really about seeing what your um, preferences are for the way that you meet people. If you are, for example, more introverted, online dating might be easier for you than going out to all these different events. If you're an extrovert, go out to events, go meet people, go to parties, like all those things that you normally do. There's a, a quote that I really love that. Um, you're going to meet the love of your life, living your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. love that. Right? Yeah, so what do you already do, and going back to those interests, go to places mm-hmm. that you're interested in that involve other people, because then you're likely to meet someone who's
3: available and has those shared interests. Right. And go alone.
4: Yes. Like sometimes that, that's key.
3: you know, like sometimes okay. we go out and I see this more so with women. Like we go out with all our girlfriends. Yeah. And it's like, what well, uh, it's a it's a group of you. <laughs> right. So who's actually looking? Who's single? It's five women, one guy, like yeah. you asking right. a lot of me. Right. Right? Yeah. right? The Whereas same is true with the gays. They do the same thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: All together. Yeah, like oh, why it's are like you going there? out as a group? Yeah, it's like a football team. Yeah. 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 I hear you. So so we should be doing this alone. Mm-hmm. Not even with a wing woman, wing man. Maybe, maybe just but just know it how. Depends. if yeah. they know how to
1: play.
3: If they know how to play the game, right?
0: Okay. Play their
1: position,
2: you know? right? Okay.
3: like okay. You, you know, you got to know how to go to bathroom alone sometimes. <laughs> right. Go to the bar alone sometimes. Like you got to know how to break off and play the room. Right. Right. And right. that you can't be going with a friend that's just up under you. Right. <laughs> right. You know, because then you're going, well,
1: what's going on over here? A All wing
3: right. man
4: has to know how to stay on the wing.
3: So yep. Right. There you go. And okay. it's doubly confusing
1: okay. if you go with somebody who's the opposite sex and you're looking for the opposite sex. Yeah. Right. So if you are a man going with a wing woman, mm-hmm. right. bad idea.
3: Bad idea. bad idea. Unless you gotta, like, my homegirl is. A pro like we used to go out. She lived in Harlem. We used to go to Red Rooster and clean up. Yeah, because <laughs> because we, she know but again she know how to play the room. Yeah, so she can she know my taste, so she can spot what I like. So if you got a good wing woman, if she can go talk wing. to the girl for you. Yes. And then say, oh, my friend, you would like my friend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. By the time I got there, my work already done. Yeah. Yes. I'm good to go. I'm just yeah. here to close the
0: deal. You're just sowing seeds at that point.
3: Yep.
4: <laughs> That's when it works really well. When you And this I is also it. true with networking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know this is about relationships, but these are the oh, yeah, same. Yeah, it's the same concept. Same if principles. you go to an event and you have a friend, don't stay together. Split up and have your friend go to mm-hmm. other circles and Figure out what other people's interests are, see research. what they're into, mm-hmm. and then they make the warm referral. Oh my God, you have to meet yep. my friend because yep. I think y'all would get really along really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me introduce you to him. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then that, they that's take. That's yeah. No, that you, you, you guys,
0: y'all are all preaching. You're preaching. My one of my favorite reads of all time is influenced by Dr. Robert Cialdini, mm-hmm. and in there he breaks out what are the methods for us to best influence people in our lives. He is the one who really authored the wing woman, wing man Mm. methodology, which is exactly that. And what I've noticed about a wing man or a wing woman is that, and this is where the power comes in, is that whenever you are introduced by someone Mm. that has a high level of trust with you, Mm -hmm. you enter the relationship at the same level. So, so really what I'm saying here is that if you're out, you're a red rooster. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember the last time I was at Red Rooster, Denzel Washington was sitting at the table oh, wow. ne- okay. next door. Yeah. Right. Uh, or, or or next to us. And my man was with me. Now, the one thing that we should know about Denzel is that wherever he goes, there's a tribe of women that just follow him. Yeah. So he's like, this is great because I'm going to get all these leftovers yeah. that are, that are, that <laughs> yeah, are He's like, I just follow Denzel wherever he goes. <laughs> yes. Right. It's, it's good. So now, how does he get the best introduction? Now, imagine if Denzel gave him the introduction. Mm-hmm. These women love Denzel. So this, he, so, his, like, so this man enters their sphere at the same level of trust as mm-hmm. Denzel. So in business, romantically, you want to get the highest level introduction. Yeah. right? That's really what the theory is. So I'm with it. I'm with it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're going on. We're almost at the end. This is terrible. Um, we're going on to question five. We've talked about Instagram a lot. Uh, Instagram was a very popular question, maybe because I asked this question on Instagram. Uh, but, uh, but the question was, I thought this was a good one, and this has not yet been specifically addressed, and maybe Sheena needs to come on and, and, and address this one I'm for, a for chair, us. Pull up a chair, Sheena. Is, since Instagram is a major way in how people connect today, what should I be doing with my profile to put myself in a better position to meet people. So this isn't just the outgoing message. This is just my resume, Amara. you said my resume is Instagram. Now, what, what should those photos, captions, mm. color coordination, <laughs> what should all that look like?
4: Yeah, the, the thing I would say here, and this is similar to a dating profile, yes. mm-hmm. right? So on your dating profile, there are three things you need to make sure you have in your description. All right. So yeah. I'm starting there because so many people don't even have descriptions. If you don't have one, you're already setting yourself up for failure. So that's, that's there. Okay. But in that description, it needs to be who you are. So a description of your personality. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, this looks like the things that um, are a part of you doing things that uh, express your personality. So if you were really interested in something mm-hmm. or if you know you're somebody who loves to play video games or whatever like show yourself doing the things you're interested in show yourself doing the things that make you who you are if family is a value spend time with your family and show that on Instagram like your your goals your values your ideas like those are the things you want to express and then Big number two is your passions. And this is on both, your dating profile and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Talk about what you're passionate about because we connect really immediately when we are in that energy of passion. Like people find us most irresistible when we're passionate about something. So um, show yourself involved in those passions. And then three on the dating profile is a clear, positive description of what you're looking for. So not all the negative stuff like, know this, know that. Like Don't be jaded, because people pick that up and they won't engage with you. And same thing on Instagram. People will post all of these quotes about how yeah. relationships suck, or men ain't shit, yeah. or like stuff like that. Don't <laughs> not do it, because people <laughs> who, people who are catches, people who are serious, people mm-hmm. who are really looking for a life partner, really don't have time for the drama. So they're already going to be turned yeah. off just because they see you sharing that. Because if those are the things that you give your attention to enough to mm-hmm. repost and reshare, like it's essentially saying, this is something I care about. This is something I believe in. Right. I believe in pain and heartache and all those different yeah. types right. of things. Right. So, uplifting is different than bashing. So, yes. don't
3: share things that would bash your potential interests. Mm-hmm. And okay, you got to be like careful that. with that because people with, with attentions that aren't good see that too. Yes. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, they... They hurting or they fishing, right? Yeah, right, yeah, and see, you see, might not point, even you might not even be co- aware of what you're doing. But I'm looking at that like, okay, all right, going vague. through a breakup, yeah. right. All right? Let me hop in here and see let what's going up. on, yeah. right? Yeah. So you yeah. gotta watch that, like, so you know your presentation really determines how people approach you. And so sometimes, like, just switch it up, like you know, especially for the women. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm all for bikini pics, but like every picture on the beach in a <laughs> bikini, like you all, you live on vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? What else is going on in your life, right? Yeah. And, and and when you and then also when you're taking pictures with other people, you gotta qualify those people. Like so, for instance, if you're a female and you're looking for a male and you got a picture with a male, like is he is he gay? Is he like I need to know because I'm on here searching. So you got to qualify the people that you're taking pictures with because from the outside looking in, I might be looking at oh she's taking or they're taking, right? wherever you fall on the spectrum. Right, right. this yeah. is good,
0: this yeah. is good. Yeah. This, this is really good. Uh, can we go deep on bikini pics?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the real question there is, what are you selling? <laughs> yeah, Because, and the reason why I say this is because uh, I remember, this was a, a good uh, six, seven years ago, there was a great study that came out around the effectiveness of photos mm-hmm. uh, in dating. And what it showed is that the most, the, the photo that had the highest conversion mm-hmm was a full body photo, yeah. right? Okay. That was always the highest conversion. Mm-hmm. And what I always remember about my male matchmaking clients in particular, but the ladies did this too, mm-hmm. right? Is that they would always say, all right, send me over however many photos. And if there was not a full body photo, fo- yep. oh no, no, I, I need more photos. They yeah. wouldn't even say, yeah. no, no, just give me more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep. now I see the full body, mm-hmm. now I can make my decision. So full body, so I think we all agree full body is important. Absolutely. It's important. It's, it's vital. Absolutely. It's but vital. I don't see a full body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a full, sorry, full body. Right. Because you could be in you know, the angles. So, so then on our profile, you, you all are saying that we need full body. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Should we be, how much clothes should should be on the body?
4: on the full body yeah so this actually goes back to the i jokingly say it what are you selling but seriously like you have to think about what you are advertising to a potential mate right Right. and so if you are someone if every day you wearing nothing if that's your lifestyle then do that in your photos because the person who wants to be with you needs to know that right (laughs) but if you just like looking for attention and so you're wearing more or less or whatever for attention, that isn't in alignment with the goal of a long-term relationship. Okay. So it's really about what is normal for you and what yeah. type of person you're attempting to attract. Because if you only look sexy and everything and when I say sexy, I don't mean like naturally sexy. I mean like I'm, I'm doing everything to be, you know, <laughs> right. a you model a, on yeah. Instagram. That's how they they look. Look yes. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was trying to look there, yeah. but if if that's what you're doing, then it's gonna create a certain impression, and certain types of people are gonna come after
1: you. Right. So, so I do ask think yourself what
4: who you want to attract, and then what do I need to enhance or show in order to make sure that's a match for me. Okay.
1: I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with the thirst trap pictures, right? right? So okay. there's a it's okay all to your drop are right. Traps. It's okay to drop a few of those on your profile. Like keep like, one. Yeah, 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 you,
0: yeah you need one. All yeah. right. So yeah. so 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 talk to me though about the ideal thirst trap photo. Because I've seen, I've heard lots of theories on this. Because if it, we're all agreeing that it's okay to drop one.
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: what? Give me the mechanics of the best one.
1: So what are y'all attracted to when y'all see the thirst trap pictures though? I think it's like you want to see enough
3: but you don't, you want to still want a little more, like you still want to you want to see enough. You don't want to see everything. But still be curious. Got it. Yeah. All right. So I want to see like, okay, is it is it right all the way down? You know, <laughs> is like, it right oh, all the way down? What like, does that I'm, mean? I'm, not trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking head to toe. Like, okay, how we at with this? All right. <laughs> but I don't want too. I still want something to the imagination.
1: Right. Like, I agree. I want
3: to find out what's what's when well, I unwrap it. What's there? Right. Yeah. So you
0: want like a nice sheer negligee. With maybe nothing on underneath, or maybe a little something underneath, but so you could see enough to be enticed. But but do you want that? Or I mean, like so? I mean, what what is it? What I just is need it?
3: It, it, kind of of it, workout pants.
0: Yeah, you could. Oh yeah, yes, she's yeah, perfect. perfect. Thank you. I want to see workout pants. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Okay.
3: All right. So you want to see a workout pants. and not pants? them gym sharks? Cause gym sharks they make everybody butlers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Them gym yeah. sharks. You'd be walking around. Listen, SpongeBob be yeah. writing Jim Strzok. Yeah. No. But so, yeah, like I for me, I just want to see a. Fi- I want to see the figure, so I don't yeah. need. I don't need you to be necessarily be in a bikini. The bikini. Gotcha. I you just
1: want to see. I
0: want
3: to see the silhouette.
1: That's good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. The silhouette. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: This is it. This is the mechanics. Silhouette so, across. That's what we're saying. I would agree with that. I know
4: um, just in general, a lot of gay guys, it's a, a universal thing to be in gray sweats. Mm, uh, gray uh, sweats. Yeah, the gray sweats. Okay. I think know, that might be the universal, the period. Yeah, yeah. Right? But sweatpants, like, I think it's it goes beyond just what you're wearing, but also what yeah. that means. Because we are all attracted to people who are healthy. And just for whatever reason, we associate sweatpants with some sort of <laughs> yeah. working out you're working exercise. out <laughs> exercise. Yeah. Is so that what we like associate
2: it
1: with? Wait a minute. <laughs> On a deeper level, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But like, it's a it's, it's a a, th- a dual thing. So like, ultimately, what you really want to see is what somebody looks like when they don't have yeah. all of mm. everything put together. The silhouette. And I think that's what a silhouette the sweatpants pants do. That
2: could be
1: a turnoff. What? Great, the gray sweatpants postings.
2: Great, you don't oh, like yeah. gray I, sweatpants. That has, that has to be, be
0: natural. A, it, yeah. It, it almost has to be like you were out with a group of friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: got gotcha. you. Not intentional. Picture yeah, of you it. can't be in. No, no, no. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, this this
4: That's is this so is a major
0: true. point though cuz and we didn't talk about this is that it seems like in all of these photos even mm. the workout pa- no uh, you know black workout pants whatever yeah. is that the key is that it shouldn't look like you put effort into it, right? right. It needs yeah. to look like this is just this, this is just how I do day. it. Yeah. Yes. This is, I wake up like yep. this.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes it difficult to date online
1: is because people are posing. Yeah. Yeah. Starts off of, off online, yeah. right? You have to be authentic with yourself to
0: know what it is you want to portray. Right. right. So, th- so then, what what do we do? Because we know it's the casual shot with friends, gray sweatpants that wins. But that's not my normal. But if I do that, I'm gonna get have my thirst. Like, what do I do? What do the, I do? This I'm always
4: confused. goes back to having a consistent brand identity, mm-hmm. right? So okay. the same person Especially I meet person. online should be the same person I meet on a date.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: So it's we're just giving like general what people like but it really goes back to who you are mm-hmm. like there i'm never going to be more fascinated with you being someone else right like none of us want that we want to be fascinated with the real person right. and Forget the sweatpants if that's not you. Yeah. Like, do what's yeah. normal and natural to you. Yeah. It's really about feeling good in yourself, in your body, in what you're wearing. And I think that is the real key here. If you, whatever you wear, make sure you feel good in it
1: before right. you take that picture. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize.
1: Where are we going with this?
0: William has a question. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
0: which means that things are about to get nasty. No, I'm joking, William.
2: You could change the name better with William.
0: <laughs> it gets real, real good with William. William, what I do you don't have, man? I let
3: y'all leave out having you guys discuss this because Instagram can be a superficial place. So when you're when you're looking at someone's profile, like how are you identifying like their class interests? You know what I'm saying? Like the monetary value that they that they're trying to project. You know, you can be looking at someone identify maybe how they're moving financially and that how does that factor into how people are related
1: to each other? Yeah, okay, no right. well, that's a great question. That's first of all, I've never is, heard that question. That's yeah,
0: this, this is this is good. Let's let's um uh do that on another one. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Let's 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 hit that. Let's hit that. So let's let's move to the the William side of the question, which I'll almost rephrase as what should we be looking for? When we're looking at that Instagram account, Mm -hmm. right? That's fair. To to ensure that their values truly align, to ensure that they're, you know, authentic, that it's not all a front, right? When I see them out partying at wherever, that that's actually what they do, and not just a one-off. How do I determine authenticity off of the off of what I
1: see? Yeah, I think it's hard. It definitely comes from consistency. consistency. Okay.
4: But two, if it's someone you are interested in and you're just lurking, it doesn't matter, right? The way you really find out is by having that conversation Mm -hmm. with them. You have to talk to people. That's the only way you'll really get a sense for who they are, how they think, whether or not they're really aligned. Because there are so many people who might just share one part of their lives on Instagram or just one specific interest on yeah. Instagram. So you can't really take Instagram as the, right. the total sum yeah. of who that person is and what they stand for.
1: Yeah, I call that real life versus real life. So mm. real life, R-E-A-L versus real life, R-E-E-L, right? Mm, yes. Because people yeah. are putting up their best. Best self. Best yeah. self most times
2: yeah. on yeah. Instagram.
1: Yeah. So you'll see, you know, the partying. You'll see like the expensive bottles. You'll see the the high life attire, and that's not really who they are in in real in real life. Mm-hmm. And you have those conversations when you finally meet in person. And you're just like, this person is a dud. Like yeah. this is yeah. not somebody I want to spend time with. But you have if the question was, how do you sift through that? How do you figure out who's authentic and and who's not? You have to take it offline. You gotta take it offline. But you, you have, it have it, to take it offline. And, and even
3: in someone that goes back to what you was talking about in terms of that first centering yourself first and knowing what your values are mm-hmm. because whether they live that lifestyle or not, what, what somebody posts is, is a reflection of who they are. Mm-hmm. And so even if you, like you're out, you're partying, like I already know that doesn't, even if you really live that life, yeah. that's not a lifestyle I'm, not interested in. I'm interested in. That's not something I'm interested in. So right. that we don't match up. It doesn't right. match up with my values. Right, right,
0: right. You know what I like too, though, William, is because um, uh, yeah, I, I st- I'm a people watcher. Like I'm a people watcher, and almost actually, you could even say people stalker, right? And I think that what we post is very indicative. I'm sorry, our online interactions are very indicative of who we are in real life, and it's becoming even more and more so. The two things that I like to to do with people when I'm checking them out, right, uh, is one, I like to look at who do they follow, mm-hmm. who do you follow right and i'm really looking for are you following like inspiration aspiration yeah. mm-hmm. the, the classics Classies. instruction yeah. <laughs> right or are you following just like whatever the second thing i like to see is you could actually see what people like mm-hmm. you can what they comment on yep. you can you could see that Anytime I'm thinking about a partnership, anytime I'm thinking about, okay, how do I know you really are the person you are? All I have to do is look at that, mm-hmm. and I can see through that engagement what you're literally interested in, right? What I find, what we do in our free time is who we are. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. Really, that's yeah. really who we are. Um, all right. Two more questions. Uh, these will be, we'll, we'll do fire round on these, Okay. And this will be hard to do a fire round. This is a big question, but <laughs> let's, let's, let's try to make this one succinct. Question six, how do you know you found the one? How do you know you've been sowing seeds all around the world, right? You, you've moved it into real conversations. You've, you, you're going out on dates. How do you know that's someone who could be with you for life?
1: If I can start, sure, yeah. this is how I knew I found the one. Okay. My prayers became really different.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My I've prayers, never heard that before. My
1: prayers yeah. became really different, so much so that I was afraid of what I was praying for mm-hmm. because when it manifested, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You actually answered this. He's here in the flesh. I can do this. I'm ready. Wow, that hit me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you say your prayers
0: became different, uh, how, uh, describe the difference.
1: So when you are single and in that courting period, right? Mm -hmm. You're talking about um, finding the one, making the room, making the space. But once you get to that point where you think you've found that person, the prayers become about that person and their happiness and their progress because Mm. ultimately you are affected by that, right? So if that person is doing well, you're doing well. If that person is not doing well, you're not doing well because the energy is intertwined, the destiny is intertwined, and that's what you want. so when I met Brandon, We started off as friends, Um, we met in college, and it's a long, longer story because ultima- my, my family is Nigerian. Initially, I was supposed to marry Nigerian, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a different story. He had a dowry. Yeah, all of that. He came with it, though. He came with it. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Oh, yes. That was something I was not willing to compromise my on. Man. And that's a different story for a different day because it almost did not happen. And I remember asking my parents for an arranged marriage mm. because mm. I was like, you guys want this for me? You want. Me to marry somebody who is our, in our culture, just go off and pick somebody for me. And wow. my parents, again, long story, but they came back and they were like, we don't want to put any more restrictions on you. Hmm. And so when that happened, I knew that he and I could really happen. And that's when my prayer life started changing around us. And um, here we are.
0: Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. How do we know? How do we know? We so the I would
1: say there are,
4: there are five things that help you know if somebody is a match for you. And I'll give it to you as an acronym. So match. The first is compatible mission and values. If your values aren't aligned, it doesn't matter what interest you have that you share or how well your personalities get along. Because your values are essentially the path you're on in life, whereas your interests are just like common ground. But when your interests change, if you don't have that common ground, then the relationship ends. Um, a is attraction. You have to be attracted to the person. Even if it's a little bit, it doesn't have to be like a fire raging and burning down the Amazon. but You have to be attracted to the person. T is synergistic temperaments. So your personalities don't have to be the same, but you have to be able to get along. You have to be able to respect each other. Um, C is the capacity to meet your needs. So that's that list we talked about earlier. And then H is hazard free, which means they don't have any of your deal breakers. Mm. Right. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I like like it. Mm. I like that. I like it, man.
0: Did you coin that? Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's yeah. all yeah. me, that friends. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's
3: why you. Really that's good. why you're wearing the crown. Right. Okay, yeah. stop that. Stop that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I see it
0: now. now we understand why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That yeah. was good. I love it. Yeah.
3: And just to piggyback off that quickly, is just that I know for me, one thing that I've learned is that I'll love, when it's real and it's right, it requires something of you, mm-hmm. um, especially you know, I, for men, right? Sometimes we just I, I spent my entire twenties single, like entire twenties, just out, just Oh.
1: Sowing seeds. Yeah, <laughs> sowing <someone> seeds.
3: Right, <laughs> And, um, you know, I think that there, there came a point for me where it was just like, this This actually requires me to uh, become the best version of myself.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And so I know that for me, that's how I know. And that's how I knew. It's like, wait a minute, for me to do this, it requires me to grow. And this person is also, uh, this person isn't, this, the person isn't requiring me to grow. Relationship is, yeah, you know, and that's how I knew in measuring it. This requires me to grow. I could stay here and just be who and be who I am, and maybe I might be fine, but for me to reach my full potential, um, it requires me to take a step outside of which was my comfort zone. For everybody, it might be different, but for me, um, that's how I know and knew. All right, I love it. I love it. This is good. This is good, Sheena. You got a good one.
0: Well, you know, you got a good one.
2: Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, did you really? Oh, wow, that's
0: a whole nut. Yeah, I, I whole wish whole we podcast. had another hour. That would be because that's a big one. That's just huge. real quick noted. Yeah, so sheena, you relocated. I uprooted. You wow. uprooted mm-hmm. for the relationship. I say I, I say I
4: didn't. I didn't relocate for a man. I did it for my future. Oh. oh. So.
0: Okay.
2: That's okay. good. Okay. Wow. That's I, I, man,
0: I have so many questions there. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. That's good. I, I love it. I love it. Um last question uh, I didn't save this one in particular for last it was another very popular question and I know that this one has um, like geographic significance too because different geographies do it different ways and it's about doing it I'm good. Okay. <laughs> how important is sex compatibility, sexual compatibility, in knowing you have the right person. Mm. Now, let me give some context on this. When I asked this question to the community about what top relationship questions that you had, over half of them came from people who are in marriages or long-term relationships. Oh man! And over half of those questions were around, A lot of women saying, I no longer have interest in having sex with my husband, and it is hurting the relationship. It will. Or men saying, I no longer have sex with my husband, I no longer have sex with my wife. So we know this is significant. Mm -hmm. So if that is significant in the marriage, what do we need to know before we get married to know if sexually this person is the right one for us?
4: Oh, I got it. Okay. No. <laughs> What's the acronym? No. <laughs> so the thing about passion that most people don't know is that for everybody it automatically declines after about 2 years. Like you're fascinated at oh, yeah. first. It's yeah. new, it's fresh, days. it's exciting. Yeah. But when you get used to it, it's not exciting anymore, right? So if you already know that's happening, then the question is, how do we keep passion up? And passion requires three things: novelty, meaning we're doing something new together, we're going to new places, we're going on a n- new adventure, right? It requires—I forgot the other two things. I'm just I'm like, kidding. You got it. Hold it, hold it. I'm so, novelty. It right. requires mystery. Right, So you're always going to be learning new things about your partner. We're always growing, changing, and evolving. And when you believe that you know everything there is to know, you stop learning That's right. about your partner. And therefore, you get bored because you think you know everything. Right. Meanwhile, they still have this whole universe that you haven't been exposed to yet. So you have to still keep asking questions, keep going on dates, keep treating your partner as if there's something new to learn. And then that will also take up your sex drive. Yeah. And then the last thing is arousal, and so this is doing things like going to a theme park and getting on um, a roller coaster, literally doing something that creates an emotional way. response. But you have to do it with your partner because then those feelings transfer into right. the bedroom.
0: So now, he, so so I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. Completely agree on that. But if I am, you know, I feel like I've got the one. Yeah. Right. My prayers are are different now. Right. How do I know sexually he or she is going to be the one? Is it just knowing that, okay, I need to do these things to stay aroused later on? Or is there some way to determine right now if they're going to be sexually compatible with me 20, 30 years down the road? Well, that starts at the beginning, too. Like, it's those conversations. Having those transparent conversations
3: about what you like and what does that other person like. Because I think that, and it all goes to, I think, the theme of this in terms of values, in terms of all those things, in terms of, hey, what do you like? Because you might not start off as compatible as you end up. But if you have somebody that's open to pleasing you, so it's about the posture. right? So it's like, I, I might not... I might not be used to doing those things. You might let me jump off the bed, do a black flip, and land that way. Right. I might not have done it, but I'm open. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll try it. You know? And so it's finding out where somebody stands in terms of the level of openness. Right. Okay. You know, so it's like, but that's that's that communication. And even in that communication, it makes you closer. Right. Right? Because you're opening up to each other. And then make that... Even that action makes you more compatible. Right. If you have a partner that's open to that. Right. Yes. But you gotta
1: find it out in the beginning because At the beginning. You
3: now you you three years in, you're like, well, I want to do this. Well, I ain't
1: into that. Right. You're walking around. Yes. Right. Cause you're not gonna know yeah. everything about yeah. that yeah. partner sexually mm-hmm. at the beginning, right? But if you have those conversations, yeah. if you're willing to try things, if you're willing to be open, then it gets progressively better, right? Yeah. So I think part of the problem there is I don't think it's one hundred percent that the the couple has grown apart or they're not sexually attracted to each other, it's that they're not willing to do things to amplify that sexuality or amplify that interest or that mystery or Mm -hmm. whatever, that arousal. Um, And if you stop wanting to please each other, Mm -hmm. then of course the sexual drive goes out the window.
4: You have to be open to it. The other thing that people have to remember is what you like to do sexually is not who you are right there's so many things that sex encompasses right and when we limit ourselves to just one specific thing and i notice this happens a lot in gay relationships with people who are like tops or bottoms or whatever like right, people right. um often think this is something that i like and that means i need it and just that whereas if if you were clear that this is a non-negotiable for you, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like something I want to do, but you don't want to do it, so now I feel like we're not compatible, now you're setting yourself up for failure because there's so much more. And like you said, the conversation is what really creates yeah. the knowing. Because yep. maybe the person doesn't like what you like right now, right. but maybe they are open to maybe exploring open it in the it. future. But if right. you don't ask that question, you just got rid of somebody who actually was down to try. Right,
0: right. So yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm with it. You know, one thing that um, you know on the show uh, that I host in the UK, Slubs Go Dating, we talk a lot about about sex. In particular, we talk a lot about my sexual relationship with my wife. Mm -hmm. Very open with it. And one thing that I will say, hands down, I've been married eighteen years. Eighteen freaking! I'm not that old yet. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I was say, Amari is (laughs) sixteen. All right. Um, And one thing that I, I attest to is I'm getting more sex. I'm getting better sex than I ever have in my life, mm. and I was going in before her. Yeah, you know, so I was sewing seeds. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't what, every time we talk about sewing <laughs> seats, we go to Kevin. Like, <laughs> he, is he is he a seat sower? Like, what? Oh, yeah, but but when I think about what you all are saying, it's because of that. Mm. It's yeah. because mm-hmm. of it's 18 years of strength of communication mm-hmm. and openness it's also in the newness that you're talking about. Yeah, You know, we go to London, it's a whole different situation. So I gotta get back, right? Because yeah. it's good in London, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here, man. It's like, every time I go to London, I get yeah. happy. We land, I say, oh, it's on, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. You know, but, but it is, it's all of those things you said, but it's about, Kevin, you said it, that's the gospel is, it's about identifying the openness early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think this is brilliant for people listening is because if you're with a partner who's not open with you, Mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be some problems Mm -hmm. popping off later, right? right? But if you have that level of openness, you know that there's the likelihood that you'll be able to thrive as, as a couple.
1: Right. So in, in, in the off chance that the couple had not had that conversation early, the openness conversation early, what you're willing to try early enough. And they're at this point where maybe somebody isn't as open. It's not a throwaway situation, right? So like all is not lost. You can still figure out what kinds of things your partner would be into, still having the conversation, mm. still trying to figure out what that uh, arousal you know, point would be without being overbearing, without... um diminishing how they feel, whatever that apprehension is, Um, if it's an intimacy issue that they may have, you can figure that stuff out and it could still work. You just have to figure out what that thing is is for the couple. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So fun versus pressure.
1: This is true yeah, in dating like, or so if you're, you're in fun. the relationship. When yeah. you're
4: dating, have more fun. I wear the crown to remind people to play. Like, people take yeah. relationships way too yeah. serious, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. if you have fun, it's gonna be so much easier. Yeah. And the same is true once you're in it. Like, have more fun together, play more, mm-hmm. laugh more, yes. be more open yes. to playing and laughing. Because yes. when you close yourself off from that fun part of you, that's when everything breaks. Yeah, yeah,
0: cool. yeah. there you go. Uh, guys, this has been incredible. It's been incredible. Seljuk is like, how the hell am I going to edit all of this? (laughs) Right? I was like, oh yeah, we're going to be on for an hour. Oh yeah, two hours later. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Um, But I do have one bonus question, but please, this is super quick, is just, what words, or should I say, what one bit of advice would you leave everyone with in thinking about this whole theme of how to build a strong and lasting relationship? What, 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 What's 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 your what's your what's, actually this let me ask you let me ask it this way. I send Kingston and Liam to 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 you, right? They're a little bit old. No, actually, throw no, the no, babies no. in. No, no, no. Right. I'm gonna throw the babies in. Actually, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make this really hard. Yeah. Or maybe it's not gonna be hard, right? Kingston, I'm gonna go with Kingston. Kingston is eight years old. All right, he's eight. But I can see he's thinking. hmm yeah, we start thinking at eight.
3: Right, I was, thinking, I, was thinking yeah, at I was six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're thinking, yeah. right? I had my first French kiss at nine. So see, yeah,
0: there you go. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, I say, you know what, Kingston? You don't want to listen to me. I know Dad's not cool anymore. You go see my my crew. All right. What would you tell him? One thing you would tell him at eight. Oh man. About building, creating a strong and lasting relationship. And I will let him listen to this.
3: I'll tell him this, and, and it's more about him than, yeah. um, than other people, but one thing that I've learned is that the habits that you engage in now will follow you the rest of your life, good or bad. And so you gotta think about that when you come across people. Okay. You know, because, you okay. know, we young, we meet pe- we girls, and it's like, oh, I want this, I want to do that, I want to do that, which is great, it's fun. But take it from somebody now in their 30s who is still fighting against habits that I built at 16,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know? Yeah. And so if you can think about that, even now, at the, the youngest age you are, you'll be better off. Yes. Yes. Man,
0: please tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> this man habits every, yes, please tell him yeah. that. Yeah. Okay.
4: All right. So mine is very age appropriate, well, kids or adults. But um, I would tell them love is not a fairy tale. It's more Mm. like a video game. And the number one reason anybody is single is because they're trying to have a level 25 relationship with level three skills. So invest in your relationship skills in the same way you invest in developing your professional skills.
2: He That's would good. understand that. Yeah. He would totally understand that. Yeah. He would totally understand that. And job.
1: I mean, mine is maybe not so much the video games because I just can't relate to video games. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. But um, I would say start with yourself, right? So would you want to be with you? If you were on the outside, would you want to be with you? Is, who, is the person that you present, um, even at this age, are you kind? Are you approachable? Are you fun to be around? And if you aren't those things that you would want to be with, then those are the things that you need to work on. There you go. I like this. Yeah.
0: Don't we like this? Yeah, William likes it. All right, so <laughs> great. William gives it, gives it the thumbs up. So, Fola with the Diva lipstick on. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Prince Amari with the crown. Thank you very much. Inside. The seed sower, Kevin <laughs> <laughs> <Captain> Clark. We're <laughs> sowing seeds right now as we speak. Thank you very much. Yeah. We've got Sheena also joined us. William, of course, is always here with his great insight. Selchuk just makes fun of us all day, but he's back here. Um, guys, thank you. This has, been a, um, this has been an informative conversation for me. And this is a space that I've been in for 10 decades. Oh, 10 decades. Oh, my God. I'm 100 years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a space I've been in for 10 years. Um, and I learned. So I know the audience is going to pick up gems from this. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you yeah, for having us.
0: Yeah, and there you have it. That was one of my favorite episodes. Can I say that when we recorded that episode, which we recorded that episode pre-COVID, so you can hear we were really close in, in the studio, but that was, that was pre-COVID. That was going to be the first episode. And the reason why I chose not to go with that as the first episode is because I really wanted to establish that, you know, we're more of an entrepreneurial uh, podcast, but at the same time, relationships are integral, right, into the success of our businesses and the success of our uh, careers, you know? Uh, and so this was a very, very important episode for me. And that's the reason why I wanted to bring it to you. I plan to do many more of these relationship focused episodes. And I just want to thank Fola Shade, Kevin, and Prince. Thank you, Amari. I appreciate it. And ladies and gentlemen, until the next, if you could hear that, that was my stomach growling. <laughs> that's as I was hungry. I'm recording this right now, pre-breakfast. I'm starving. Uh, but let me just say, my stomach and I thank you. And we will see you on the next Better with Paul.